This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. This is a show where you choose my fate week after extraordinary week. The show now comes out every other Thursday. That's when you listen. Then you go to my Instagram stories and cast your vote. I get the results and I take action, hurling my life deeper into this ongoing experiment. And I am truly in the thick of it. I'm coming to you with a double ear pierce, a job at none other than Victoria's Secret, a This Is Us tour in the works, a Tintern, an intern I met on Tinder, and some really high stakes episodes in store for you as we move even deeper into this James Cameron-less abyss. If you'd like to join the Patreon, the link is still resting gently in my Instagram bio. I'm going to post a year-end recap with my friend Marianne Sirk um, on the Patreon. Also, I'm still a professional tarot reader. I should specify the readings are not comedic. Somebody was expecting that, but I will not be pulling King of Wands out of my armpit. If you want a reading, go to my website, lizziecooperman.com. It's January. It's the new year. Get your energy aligned for this pivotal time, the year of the rabbit, which in this moment is urging us to hop into the past. Friends, sorcerers, we have some catching up to do, and one item of business is Christmas ship. I truly hope you remember that episode with my now dear friends, Mav Viola and Leah Pipes. The choice was, do I go ingratiate these psychics in Huntington Beach or make absolutely certain that I spend Christmas on a ship? Well, there happened to be a, a schedule clash There was a clash of the titans between this cruise and my obligation, my dedication to very sexy and dream angels over at Victoria's Secret. But Christmas Day, I woke up and I was doing my morning pages and I heard, I'm like, I got a divine directive to drive to San Pedro, California. But I did get feel the sense of urgency, like, go, get on a boat, drive to the vessel, board the ship. I boarded a vessel. Yes, there was a child coughing next to me who may very well have had the once novel coronavirus. And I actually wish the voice inside of me had told me to take Dramamine because I did get sick within the first five seconds. And I thought, if I need to get sick, where do I go? And I looked (laughs) straight ahead and it was just a man's back pockets. I would have spewed on this guy's Dockers and created a whole new print for the brand. I'm starting to have an awareness around doing these things and going, it was great. And then moving on, was the boat an A plus? No, there was a seagull infestation. (laughs) I felt ill. And I did meet a nice guy named Jose. He he introduced me to his family. But when it was done, I just drove back to Los Angeles. And poorly wrapped a white elephant gift, which was none other than a bottle of bombshell perfume. In the last episode, you had a choice between mall bitch and voice witch. And I have to say, I was really actually surprised by how you voted. It was a staggering win of four. Mall bitch. Sorcerers, you are hearing the voice right now of a member of Gold's Gym, a member who was 
called nonstop by an employee named Danny until she folded and got a membership. That said, I've been working so late that twice when I've tried to go to the gym after work, it's been closed. But all in good time. And as promised, I also made it over to everyone's favorite restaurant, featuring over 200 menu items. I sat at the bar twice, had a martini. Did that perhaps impede my reading comprehension? A touch. But that's what happens at the factory. I got through 80 pages of the Marvel Universe. And I got to know a bartender named Todd, who wishes he was surfing. I have truly let the mall infuse my life. Also, friend of the show, Mary Lynn Ricecub, she was on the 5 a.m. 50-man episode, gifted me with a Fitbit. And I'm coming in at 15 or 16,000 steps a day to the point where I'll just be walking around to Victoria's Secret and it'll be, the watch will vibrate. And then this confetti goes off around this like neon sneaker. So don't think I'm whittling my life away. I'm getting badges on my Fitbit. And it is with that self-same sneaker that we step into the present. This week's episode is called Red Hair, Ren Fair. I was thinking the show for the new year could use kind of like an energetic boost similar to that of the double ear pierce, which I still wear proudly and have actually not still switched out the little gold ball. And I was thinking, new year, new you, new hue, and why not red? Why not the color of the root chakra? Why not just come blazing into the new year and have people kind of stare at you for a second and be like, why'd you do that? Now, if you vote red hair, I'm going to use a temporary dye, which still lasts a couple months, but I'm going to see how I like it. I haven't changed my hair in ages, partly because of this whole very limiting Los Angeles, you have to look like your photos. I'm still trying to land on a shade. I'm I'm leaning toward maybe a, a sangria, um, a cheesecake factory. The color is called Cheesecake Factory Sangria. And I'm really not sure what effect this will have on me personally, except maybe I think people will assume I'm having a midlife crisis. Um, so yeah, let's dye the hair red. Let's start dating, you know, a young sous chef. Will this lead to me vaping? Will this em- embolden me? Only time will tell. Dyeing your hair, I know, can also be kind of the sign of a nervous breakdown. I'm slightly concerned <laughs> This might be the case as I'm just barreling toward the one-year mark of this show. But truly, what is a couple months? And then I can always get my blonde hair back somehow, unless it's completely ruined. And then the other option is Renfair. And I think this was kind of on my mind because at Victoria's Secret, everyone's always like, do you guys have shapewear? And it always just makes me feel like we're going back in time. Like people are people now are asking if we have waist trainers and stuff like that. Anyway, I found out that if you participate in Ren Fair and you work there, you don't have to walk around getting heat stroke under a bonnet. You can actually apply to get your own booth and there's an ongoing opportunity to submit. So I was thinking, what if I did tarot at the Ren Fair? You know, give readings to people while they're holding giant turkey legs and pretending their name is Guinevere. The fair only goes for a couple months and it's only on the weekends, but I need to submit a plan, which I talk about more with my guests. And I'm I'm pretty excited about this option. I think I could make a lot of money in tips. And I mean, I'm really loving the tarot, to be honest. So I'm just looking for more opportunities to do it. So those are the two options. I either come out of here hopefully not a terrifying redhead, or plant the seeds to bring tarot to wandering dare I say, swashbuckling souls. Now, of course, I needed to talk to some experts. First, I wanted to know if I go red, is that something that will wash out or will I will I be taking it to the grave? Luckily, I found an incredible colorist named Megan. I have some concerns about dyeing my hair red and I, I'm feeling a little unsettled. Okay, okay. So I, I'm grateful for any light you can shed on the topic. I'm wondering, first of all, do clients ever ask for semi-permanent red hair or is that is that something you would even do in a salon? So, so here's the thing. Um, anytime somebody comes to me and um, I looked at your profile, uh, you're blonde. Uh-huh. 
Okay. So if you were to come to me and say, like, I'm kind of toying with the idea of going red, um, I would start by asking a bunch of questions as to, like, what kind of tone of red are you thinking you're wanting? Because a lot of people don't even really think about that. And so um, I... Like, if you want a super vibrant, like, fire engine red, um, there are semi-permanents that we could use. Um, but reds have a tendency to fade pretty quickly as is, especially if it's the first time somebody is going red. So, I mean, I honestly would, yeah, we could totally do a semi-permanent, but I'm always like, if you're going to do it, just do it, because it will come out. Anyway. Okay. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. Um, okay. You know, where it gets a little tricky, and not necessarily tricky, but um, if you're so, if you're like gung-ho, I want to be red, then um, uh, there is a list of things that we would go through that you would need to do to maintain that red. You know, um, I would use permanent color on you. Um, in fact, I would first use semi-permanent on you to do something called a fill. And what that is, is it goes through, it's semi-permanent, and it's to go through and fill in all the uneven porosity in your hair. So when I do put on the final red coloring, it's not going to go splotchy. It's going to be even toned. Um, and then I'm going to tell you to not wash your hair all that often. And wow. a lot of people don't realize that, like, you know, washing your hair very much, like, very often uh, fades your hair very quickly. How long would you say, on average, does red hair last? If you were to use a permanent dye, how long would it last? Do you think? Honestly, I can't even give you that because it truly depends on the person. Um, okay. if they, uh, are somebody that is like a manic washer, meaning they wash every single day, I'd say maybe two weeks, three weeks. Okay. Um, if you wash your hair, um, in super, super hot water, same thing, cold water, I will say it again and again. If you want hair color to last, you wash your hair in cold water. It wow. Is, it is, yes. Um, anytime somebody comes to me and they want like the vibrant hair color, you know, purple, pink, green, whatever, um, <laughs> we have a very serious consultation. Um, and I tell them like, I don't want to do all this work on your head of hair and have it immediately fade. Um, you are going to have to promise me that you are going to wash your hair in cold water. <laughs> Unfortunately for some, the hair washing should not be a concern with me. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm also really curious. Have you ever noticed a psychological effect of someone dyeing their hair? Like, have you ever? Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Like someone's gone red and just burned the block down or like what? <laughs> um, so I have noticed, at least with my clientele, the ones that have gone from, let's just say, blonde, uh, light brown to, like, fiery red, they are um, needing to feel, uh, how do I say it, like, empowered, you know, they are ready to, they've been through a breakup and they are ready to go and seduce the world. They're very um, wow. seductress, ready to just grab the world by the balls. <laughs> like a firestorm, an actual firestorm. Uh-huh. Okay. Very okay. Much. Now, I guess my final question is, if this looks bad, is there any way to turn back? Like, what's the emergency exit for red hair color? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, okay. Uh, if you do semi-permanent, um, it could be something as easy as just washing your hair with dish soap. But if it's permanent, again, um, if it's your first time and it's like, oh, gosh, no, no thanks. Um, what we can do is uh, we can highlight it out or just bleach it out and um, 
I will tell you the uh, person's hair, the integrity of the hair is always my number one concern. And so um, mm. it should be a very easy process, bleaching process to get it out. I, lo- um, I love that. The integrity of the hair. I love that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's really kind of amazing to me how many people don't really think about that. It's really kind of baffling. <laughs> and and do you do eyebrows as well? Or is that, do people just normally no. leave those? Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> no eyebrows. Okay. I have okay. the world's most sensitive skin. And so I know a lot of colorists that also color their clients' eyebrows. And I'm like, man, I am not getting this anywhere near your face or on your face. <laughs> Megan, this has been so, I feel like you've given me crucial intel and I, I could awesome. not appreciate it enough. If people want to find you, do you have an Instagram account? I do. I don't really post a lot of my work, which is so bad. I'm so bad with uh, taking pictures. But um, I am on Instagram at Mammoth Megan. Incredible. Megan, thank you so much. Next, I really wanted to talk to someone who, who knew how to wield a sword. I found this Renfair expert on YouTube. I loved his page. His name is Kramer. So I played Robin Hood when I was at the Robin Hood Fair in Connecticut, and I played Captain Francis Drake at the Connecticut Renaissance Festival uh, the year that I did that. Now, do most people pick their own name? Uh, No. So the way that it works, um, like it would for any other stage play or or I suppose TV show or movie, is you simply audition, you, you go to the director and probably the producers who are sitting behind the table as well, um, and you perform monologue, perhaps a song, and they look at your resume, and then they cast you as, as the role that they think that you're best for. Oh, so you um, can't just be like, I feel like my name would be Winifred, and then there's some kind of ceremony where they dip you in a vat of pulled pork or something. It's not like that. Well, I, I think it sort of depends on the fair. Um, fairs that have much larger casts might allow certain people to come up with their own personas. Um, we had a little bit of that at the Connecticut Renaissance Fair when I did it. Uh, so I was, a, I was a historical figure, but we had sort of smaller, I don't want to say smaller members of the cast because that, that sounds rude, but we had members of the cast <laughs> that did create their own. Uh, character You're the lead. You can say historical representation, right? Just is it kind of annoying? Like some people won't get out of character afterward. And you're like you're no longer in costume. You're in your Star Trek shirt. Your name is no longer Baltazar. Well, I, I, <laughs> I'm kind of that person. Uh, <laughs> I didn't stay in in Captain Francis Drake or in Robin Hood, but I I totally showed up to the event every day with my own outfit and then I would just change from one medieval costume to my actual like medieval garb afterwards um oh, you know yes. I tried not to force other people to do that with me but right. um, for the most part it, it, it's a lot of it's a lot like other shows like once, once the show is over uh, you go back to being yourself right is it is it physically r- rigorous working there yes a- a- absolutely it's um a lot of walking around for over eight hours a day mm. uh, and and constantly having interactions with patrons, um, <gasps> which is both mentally, which, so it's mentally and physically taxing at the same time. Um, and then once you get into having uh, stage combat, right, I yeah. suppose not necessarily on the stage, but if there are choreographed fights and stuff like that, it, it can certainly So do you know if the vendors get paid in tips or do they get paid a a rate like the other performers? Uh, So the way that vendors work, I believe, at least for the fairs that I've worked at and some other fairs that I know other people have worked at, is vendors are generally local craftspeople um, that have their own businesses and they apply to have a booth um, like area at the fair and then they come and they set up their own thing and the money that they make working at the fair is the money that their business makes and they just keep it. So some of them must have really bad accents because they're not actors. Like, I wonder if anyone just has like a Southern drawl. <laughs> like, yeah, could be. I mean, a lot, a, a lot of them, I mean, some vendors do 
like have characters and then other people are just like this is a bit like they do tons of other types of fairies during the year as well and this is just one of the ones that they do so they like have their costumes that they fit in but mostly they're 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 just to sell stuff and not necessarily because they're medievalists or something like that a lot of the people probably date each other too don't you think like it's that kind of like weird role-playing thing in a way like <laughs> yeah, in any in, in any in any sort of cast, there's definitely the potential for people to right. develop into personal relationships. Absolutely, mm-hmm. like there's like a showmance kind of. Okay, yeah. did the, yeah. did you ever do that? No, I was in a committed. I am still in a committed relationship, so there was none of that for me. Nice, and your partner doesn't didn't work at the Ren Fair. No, she um she thought about auditioning, but scheduling didn't quite work out. Okay. She's also an actress, though. That's good. Then you can come home and, and tell her about the run fair. You know, you have something to share. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm thinking about getting a booth at the fair because I do tarot. Did you see anyone doing tarot cards or any kind of fortune telling? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at the fairs that I worked at, there were two or three at each <laughs> event and definitely at other events that I attended as a patron. Um, there are, there's absolutely a market for, uh, tarot readings and stuff like that. I'm seeing this as a pretty, yeah, as, as kind of an exciting option. And I so appreciate all of your wisdom. Yeah. If people are interested in in hearing my voice again, you can find me on YouTube. My channel is called Living Anachronism. I, I am attempting to be the bridge between, um, members of the fantasy community and the media that they watch so that, um, so you see Ned Stark on screen, right? And you go, oh, that looks cool. How do I actually do that, though? And I'm trying to be that sort of middleman to help people get into the hobby of right. fantasy reenactment. To get their head chopped out. LARPing and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I saw your videos and I was like, I have to have him on. So thank you so much. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. And now for my legendary guests. My guests today, returning champions, dare I say fan favorites. They explode on both page and stage when it all had to be this (laughs) grandiose introduction. Bridger Weiniger, who hosts the hit podcast, I Said No Gifts. He's written on a million shows, Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmy Schmidt, Corporate, Black Monday, Blockbuster, Night Court. After party. After party. That is so nice that you chime in with an extra. That's very sweet. That's very supportive. Wrote and starred in A Night at the Horse Symphony, which you must watch. And You were so supportive of the Horse Symphony. I really loved it. It's on Vimeo, right, for people who yeah, I believe it. it's on Vimeo, yes. I feel like that's what inspired your gloves. Yeah, that's where the gloves were purchased. That's where the gloves. Right. Isn't it interesting when you get one thing and that I have a hand that I bought to play Nicolas Cage in Moonstruck because lo- I had to chop off my own hand. <laughs> what? When? <laughs> I need to get to Jimmy too. Yes, Sorry, I'll yes. flag that, but, but I do oh, want to come back to it. Ah, <laughs> grumble, grumble. Baby. Returning for the third time as guest third and then time. expert. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Jimmy, we've missed you. My favorite podcast. I can't even believe it. He's been on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Community, Corporate, Black Monday, Rizzoli and Isles. Rizzoli. Rizzoli. Risotto. That's the restaurant. What is that show again? Oh, it's been off the air for a hundred years. Rizzoli and Isles. I was on the original Mary Tyler Moore show. I mean, it was on a thousand years ago, (laughs) Rizzoli and Isles. Original Tyler Moore. That is so funny. Just finished a run at the for the Kennedy Center production of Guys and Dolls. Yes, which yes. I failed to mention in the in the last episode. Oh, remember we were talking about guys. Yeah, and dolls? you were talking all about Guys and Dolls, and I was waiting for a mention, but nothing happened. I know. So okay. now we're dropping it. Now we're here. We're here. You now. played Harry the horse. Harry the horse. Oh it my was god! Can amazing. you tell us one line? Can you give us one um, line? Um, 
My sins is uh, when Sky was rolling us, I wished I would have won $1,000 instead of having to come here. But now that I'm here, I still wish it. <laughs> I'm turn floored. on that last line. See what you oh, do there? Yeah. Then you get the laugh. Wait, what is the turn? What's the turn? You do. Turn? But now that I'm here, I still wish it. Oh, my God. They think Jimmy. the audience thinks you're going to say, now that I'm here, I love it here. How no, many no. auditions? Jimmy gets called in to play like sailors, captains. Everything. Uh, yes, I did. Thugs. I did book a voiceover as a Southern pirate ship. Remember that? Oh, that's right. Oh, but, oh, and then we found out it was. Oh, yeah. We yeah. found out it was the Christian. It was radio a Christian network. radio network or something, <laughs> really? and we passed. It was yeah. deeply homophobic. I did, but I did <laughs> book it. <laughs> I'm also a singing butt on this season of Doom Patrol on HBO Max. That's right. I saw that in your And I've got two more episodes coming up. Oh, my God. Episodes 8 and 10 on HBO Max, Doom Patrol. Okay, we're all going to watch that. Okay. Guys, we have a major decision to make today. What is going on here? Red hair or Ren Fair? Oh, my God. (laughs) This is a big one. What color of red hair are we talking about here, Lizzie? That's what okay. I'm curious about. I did a little research, and I did have red hair once before. You did? In my youth. Oh. So it was kind of like brownish red. Oh, like okay. cherry crush, almost like an auburn red. Nice. And I kind of liked it. Okay. And I've just been thinking, like, I actually, when we were at that party the other night. Oh. Yes. We went Christmas to a party. party. We went to a Very Christmas Hollywood, party. Way up on a hill, Laurel Canyon. Very Hollywood Beautiful. Christmas party. Someone came up to me and they were like, the day Lizzie Cooperman changes her hairstyle. She was oh. like, you have had blonde hair and straight bangs since the day I met you. And I was oh. like, should I change it? She's like, no, I love it. But in my mind, I was like, I've always wanted to go back to red. But there's that L.A. thing that's in your mind that's like, what if I get an audition? <laughs> What's, what if I get my three a year? Three and they watch and her they tape don't. and go, oh, she's a redhead now. Right. right. She went Cinnaberry. She went Cherry Crush. you're going to be fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. That sort of thing. Don't let that stop you. Have you ever dyed your hair? I've, I don't feel like as a redhead you... I feel like you've maxed out hair color. There's not an op, like, there's no other way to go. It's all lateral from red. If I were to go, I, I would have to go green or blue. It's a lateral. I'm not going to go brown or black. <laughs> oh, God. But I have, no. I will say, maybe once a year, I'm approached by an elderly woman who tells me that red hair, they love my red hair, and it's impossible to get it natural, a, a good natural look if you dye. I'm, oh. I'm telling you, at least once a year. Really? Yes. What if you're like, I'm approached by an old woman who's like, I put a curse on you. <laughs> once a I'm year. I'm the one. The devil. <laughs> now, Bridger's mother, every time I see her, warns me about his red hair. What she, she always say? goes, beware the red hair. <laughs> oh she just did it again this past Christmas. What? Why is she saying Something that? about the red hair. I don't know. I don't know, but she is, she's got a thing. Did she warn you about other things or just the hair? No, just the red hair. Just the red Beware hair. the red yeah, hair. Yeah, the temper that comes <gasps> along with the red hair. And I'm here to tell your listeners, it's true. No. <laughs> if Bridger doesn't read at 7.03 every morning. Oh, oh in complete silence <laughs> like the phantom thread. <laughs> like the mm, phantom thread. You think I'm kidding. Bridger, when you're saying blue hair, when you're like, I could only do... I actually feel like if you bleached your hair and dyed it blue, it would be stunning. Should I give it a shot? Yeah, see what other boyfriend you it can would get. Be you'll be single. <laughs> yeah, dye it blue and head over to West Hollywood and find the man of your dreams. I feel like the the blue hair would bring out a blue in my skin and make me look dead. You would look like an avatar. I'm, uh, well, sure, it's in. That would be terrible. Don't do that. We could you be an avatar I forgot right to now. say you were boyfriends up top. Oh, oh, yeah. And roommates, boyfriends, roommates, Roommates lovers. and just good friends. <laughs> but most of all. Okay. I always say that about Bridger's mom. Bridger and his good friend, Jim. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you're the only one who has it in your family? Red hair? Or the gay no, Oh, uh, red hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. No. I have two siblings with red hair. Okay. And then one sibling with brown hair. Okay. And my dad has red hair. And people tell me my mom has red hair, but she doesn't. She it's has, reddish, she though. Has it's brown, brown but hair it's reddish. With some sort of mm. auburny touch, maybe. Your dad has red hair? He used to. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, and now it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> he took the risk. Why can't you? Jimmy, have you dyed yours ever? No, no. There's really nothing left anymore now. It's dying itself gray on the sides, beautiful. as you can tell. There's not a lot. What happening. if you did simply the mustache? 
I have darkened the mustache for auditions because, okay. as you have mentioned, I'm an actor. And so I have gotten some feedback that maybe I look a little bit too old with the gray because my mustache is very gray. So I've just darkened the mustache. Like but, the sea captain needs to be 35 yeah. for this one. Can it's you retape the pirate, um, pirate captain? His Gen Z. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not doing the that anymore. The pirate captain is Gen Z. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you're thinking about he's dying. He's a boss bitch. <laughs> he's a total boss bitch. So you're going to dye it red like Bridger's red? You're going to go for like a, but you said it was going to be like a six-week thing. So, so there's, how do you there's do a that? dye you can do. And I actually called Paul Mitchell's salon on the way here because I was like, oh, am I going to do it myself? Mm. Which oh, I could Paul do Mitchell. out of the box. Here's another thing about having blonde hair. It costs $400 for me to get my hair done. <gasps> how often are you getting that done? I have to do it. They, some people are like, get your roots done every six weeks, which I don't Once do. Once every 10 years. Once every 10 years. For $400. No wonder why the person at the party said you've looked the same for 20 years. Yeah, it's 400 bucks for me to change my hair, asshole. Have you considered I mean, it's well, bleaching at home? Yes, I did that during the pandemic, and I looked like a murderer. <laughs> like, my hair was so this. many different colors. When I was in New Mexico, I was like, I'll just try it myself. First, during the pandemic, there was a huge thing with this product called Madison Reed. Did this ever pop no. up in your Instagram? No. So you weren't just in a panic, like, I'm, I'm about to look like a dirty mop again. Like, no. Which is what I feel like I look like right now because it grows, my hair grows so quickly. I like the you color of your hair, hair right now. It feels okay. kind of almost 70s. And, and by the way, hairdressers definitely jacked up their prices. Oh, yeah, oh, they're scam artists. They're all scam artists. They are. They are Jimmy, low they are level. Scientists. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait. So hairdressers do it. You know what we learned during the pandemic? We can all do our own hair and still survive. That's what we learned. We don't need to pay four hundred dollars to get a fucking dye job from a scientist. How They're much was it pre-pandemic? I would say it was more like three fifty. Okay, probably. so it's a, that feels just like it's grown with inflation. And by the way, I love my hairdresser. I'm not just referring to her prices. This is across the board in general. What people charge and and and. My hairdresser is a blonde, is like an expert at blonde hair. And now, is this a cut and color or just a color? This is just a color. Wow. Not a cut and color. Now, <laughs> is Paul curious. Mitchell 400 bucks? So, Paul Mitchell Beauty School, I went there and it was $70. And I was like, great. Except. Except it didn't last. Like, I just got it done in November and I feel like it's already pretty dark yeah, at the it's top. It's pretty like, dark on the top. Yeah. But isn't no, that just nature? It's growing out. Paul Mitchell. Yeah, that can. has nothing to do with oh, Paul Mitchell. Right. They I can think control the growth of your hair. They can make the grow out look better. They could have done more. I don't know. There's um, something deeper? they could have done. You could damage yeah. your well, scalp you in a way. Have you ever thought about just growing it out and letting it be its natural color? I've considered that. What would happen? Uh, I would look like a rag, like a dirty That's rag. It's a, a dishwater blonde. <laughs> That's not true. It is dishwater. Okay. Yeah. So red hair. Everyone's got- favorite color, dishwater. <laughs> Everyone's favorite beverage. Dishwater blonde. <laughs> I have a dishwater blonde, light ice. Is so have you picked a red color? Are you thinking like yes. Bridger's color? And no. this is kind of the color that you had before in the yes. early aughts, I yes. imagine. It's called Cherry Crush. Hold on, I'll take this. <laughs> Cherry Crush sounds like a primary color. It's also red one to of me. the names of the perfumes at Victoria's Secret. Oh my god, you guys. Okay, that is one of the cons, is I feel like it could have affect my sales performance. <laughs> it could. I feel like this is the oh, color I'm going to go. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, God, you've oh, got wow, to do that's that. almost a magenta. That's gorgeous. That's very eye-catching. I think it is, too. Like, I would definitely make it pop. Yeah. I think that would could work for sales lead yes. one, which is well, my so position. Let me ask you, sales lead when, one, SL1. <laughs> when you that go is, to buy a bra, do you want to buy it from a blonde or a redhead? I think a redhead is a little more trusted, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like blonde is more na- well. But this color I mean, Jessica Rabbit. Woman- Let's think Jessica Rabbit or Barbie. Who would you rather buy a bra from? Jessica wow, Rabbit. Wow, damn. Okay, this is really interesting that you're saying Jessica Rabbit. Because I feel the other option, Ren Faire, is essentially a celebration of cleavage. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Oh, well. I'm like, eat both situa- Victoria's Secret and Ren Faire, I have to wear, vic- I have to wear a boostie. <laughs> Just I'm just like any excuse to hike up my tits to my chin. I'm like, or should I work at the Ren Fair? <laughs> uh, at the Ren Fair, would you have to wear a costume? 
So that option, yeah. How do you feel about that? By the way, have do you have you ever gone? To You're going to do tarot at the Ren Fair? What what's going to happen? Fill so, us in a little more about the. Give us some more okay. details. I looked it up. Ren. First, I was like, should I audition to work at the Ren Fair? You have to audition. <laughs> well. Not for what I'm going to do. If you want to audition, you have to do like two monologues. Wow. And you have Wait, to, what? Yeah. You have to be an actor to work at the Ren Fair. And do what? And you have to act? Do you have to like put on a part? Walk around the town in costume. Fun. You should do that. That seems like a lot of work to me. Well, they also said a booth. You can get a booth and I could do tarot and just okay. be sitting all day. That's so I wouldn't well, that's what you would do. And then would you also make money? Yeah. you got to pay for the booth. No, they would hire me to work at the rent. Okay, they do. hire you. So it's not like you're a freelance making your own money. They're paying you by the hour? But you're going to have to wear a costume. You can't just show up in a— Well, wear a cloak, a hooded urban cloak. Urban Outfitter sweater at the rent fair. Right? I'm not going to wear a what? Urban Outfitter sweater That's at the rent. you got to wear a so costume. Funny. How did you know this was Urban Outfitter? Is it really? <laughs> because I'm psychic. Incredible. <laughs> I'm psychic. How did you know this drapey mustard ba, ba, cardigan? Ba, ba, However, bum. did you figure it out? Ba, 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 bum. Oh, my God. Okay. Ba, 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 bum. <laughs> ba, 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 bum. Cheers everybody up when I sing the theme song. You might not like it, but you are laughing. <laughs> ba, 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 bum. When is the Ren Fair? That's that is, a theme song for the Ren Fair, by the way. You want a horse in a fucking corset with your tits out? Ba 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 bum. Ba ba tarot card throwing tarot cards in the air with your tits bouncing as you're driving the horse. Yeah, ba ba bum. Ba 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 bum. I could see it. That's like galloping music. Yeah, like, ba ba. Oh my god, bum. I wear a Victoria's Secret. Yes. Person, and they're like, there was no bedazzling in the 1500s. <laughs> Fired. Pink. Fired from the Ren Fair. Ba, 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 bum. Okay, this is actually works. It's Saturdays and Sundays, April 8th through May 21st. Oh, oh. so it's a, a long thing. A you're long gig. Yeah. Okay. And do you have any how, idea how much money wait, you're going to make? Actually, that's not that's not that bad. Just a few weekends, but is it going to butt up against your schedule After, at, at Victoria's? At Victoria's. Here's the thing. Who knows what's going to happen with me there? We right. never know. We don't know because I was seasonal, but they've kept me on the schedule a couple days a week. I'm obsessed with the panty bar. I'm intrigued. Okay. I want to know, is the panty, is it like, um, are they separated or is it just like a heap of panties that women <laughs> are going through? And also damn. there was a fitting room at Victoria's Secret. Are putting people, yes. women putting panties onto their bare vagina and then going, this doesn't fit. I'm putting it back into the panty bar. That has actually been a conversation do that. up for discussion. And I just bought underwear there because everyone, by the way, everyone shops constantly who works there. They're like, what are you buying today? Um, I'm going to make a car payment. How much underwear could they what, possibly what, need? <laughs> this one girl, I go, I go, oof, I do love this robe. It was like a silk robe. She's like, I think you should get two robes. She's like, I wear one silk robe when I'm getting red, or one fluffy robe when I get out of the shower. She goes, the silk robe is for when you're putting on your makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. just a princess in my apartment. Yeah, sure, Time lady. to change out of my terry cloth and now slip into the silk for blow drying. Oh, my God. Like, how— just wandering around your mansion. <laughs> What's the sanitary? What are they doing with the panties? They have to have some sort of no system. No one is trying them on. People just oh, you're not trying them. panties on. People, I think people would might put them on over their underwear, over or their jeans, over their jeans. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening in those dressing What's rooms? The, what they're are trying you on the robes. In the room? The they're trying on bras. They're trying on pajamas. So okay. we have samples of the pajamas hanging up because they're all folded in like packages. That if you're a small, you can try on the sample of the small. Oh, and go okay. Try it. Yes. But even a bra, nobody yeah, cares to... that somebody else's titties are in there before your titties. They don't have to no. be sad. Like Boobs the nipples, tipping nipples, touching. No your one's... nipples, what do you do when you try on a t-shirt? Right. Oh, I guess that's true. No, you're right. Okay, all right. I think of a woman's nipple as a little a bit more and extravagant. Jim takes his tits before he puts any. I put little circles. Puts pasties on. I put little on pasty <laughs> circles try over my nipples when I try on a t-shirt at J. Crew. And they are bedazzled. Doesn't everyone do they that? are bedazzled. Yeah. They're tasseled. They have little nipples drawn on them. <laughs> He's They're got my own two personal. hanging from his nipples. But you take off your shirt before you go into the fitting room, of course. <laughs> just to show that you're yeah, doing it in a sanitary so manner. I'm wearing my tassels, <laughs> baby. Hit me with some T-shirts. So no panties are being tried. And that's good because I was concerned. Oh, but by the way, the panty bar isn't like a bartender and like— Why is it called a bar? Wiping down What's the it, bar. Really? What does Sam it look Malone. like? It's, it's, first, <laughs> of all, first of all, the panty bar is not my forte. Where okay? everybody I'm knows your front, name. I'm up front selling—very sexy, by the way. <laughs> this, 
it should just be a Victoria's Secret podcast. It's hilarious. It's That's the not best a bad idea. thing I've done for, on the <laughs> you show. You were thriving there when we came and visited you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You guys are, yes. I've had a couple people stop in. And we're, we are them. You guys we are that came couple. in just as I was sitting down in the back to eat my Simply You were Caesar. running into the fitting room, I thought, to help someone put on panties. Oh, you saw me run? You yeah. saw me up front? We saw you midway through the store heading towards the I saw the back the of your head, and I was like, there's Lizzie, and then mm-hmm. you just went into the fitting room. It was the minute I clocked out, and I was like, I have to inhale the salad before I come say hi to you guys because I cannot eat a Wetzel's pretzel. No, not lunch. in the middle of a work Five day. $5.60 for one pretzel, by the way. And the... And that's actually, they're about 560 calories as well. <gasps> oh, interesting. Oh, that's a we lot. Split we split one, but still, I paid okay. for the whole thing. 560 for one fucking pre- <laughs> 560? I, I paid for the Diet Cokes we drank after. How much were those? Oh, those that were expensive $6. too at Chipotle. Chipotle's raised their prices. You know, really, okay. the pandemic is over. Okay, I don't want to hear any more about inflation, supply chain. It's over. We're back. So the pretzel prices back. should go down. Yeah, $2 for the a pretzel? Meal. Five sixty. Do you get a mall discount on pretzels? Yes. What is it? I don't. I like ten percent. Oh, oh, not tell us. I would have gotten fifty There's cents nothing. off. I'm sorry. Uh, next time. Next time. Oh, because you were already in the line. You already had your pretzel. Yeah, and I had to wait ten minutes for the pretzel. But you, when you guys saw me, so the panty bar is way in the back of the oh, store. I didn't see it. T- toward where I was walking, and okay. it's just a giant square that has like all different styles. But I work in the front where I sell like. Bedazzled, do you know, like bras that have like rhinestones? So that's on one side is like garter belts, lingerie, nervous men. Like this one guy that day, by the way, came in, had something going on with his eye and kept inching close to me like, but is it soft to the touch? He kept going, but is this one soft to the touch? And he had a sty and a red eye. And I was like, okay, well, um, yeah, this is really nice to the touch. And I go and he'd be like, how about this? Like he needed to be close to me. And I kept going, hi, can someone help this gentleman? I'm really busy. Like, I tried to pass him off, and they kept passing him back to me. What was his initial approach with you? Did he just say, can can you help me? He's like, I'm looking for something soft and silky for my wife. Because he probably can't see her, so all he can do is touch (laughs) her. He's like, well, I can't see shit, so it better be soft to the touch. He's like, with this pink margarita dripping out of my eye. Oh, God, this this pussy eye. Falling from my eye. I can't see her properly. Did he end up buying anything? Pussy pirate. I don't even know. I don't care. Like so many people are just like this. This really pissed me off. A woman, and and you always. I remember this type from when I used to work at Diane Run Furstenberg. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. Why is it that this bra has a scalloped edge and this one doesn't? They're different designs. <laughs> oh really? But don't you think it's weird that it's the exact same bra? Wow. Let's get into the philosophy of this. Let's really dig into this. That is crazy. How? Why do you think, is, can I ask you a question? And this went on forever and ever and ever. Maybe I will get measured after all. Does she? Excuse me. Then, then an hour later, I see this woman <laughs> heading toward the exit, and I go, I knew she didn't buy anything. I didn't even need to. I go, what'd you land on? What'd you end up getting? She goes, oh, nothing. And I go, really? After all that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> I was just like, grr, grr. Like, I wanted to stab and twist. Oh. What does a bra <laughs> cost these days? About $64.95. Oh, my God. $65? We're having a 50% What would you have that's, guessed? And that's just for one cup. $14? I mean, it's, it's a trading prop. Bra. Everybody needs one. Yeah, but you want it to be comfortable. If you got tits, you have you to wear it all day. Yeah. Most people are not spending $65. That's well, a high-end bra, Let me tell right? you something. We have bras, I think they're like $49 or something. What do you have for $14.99? Nothing? If you want Some cheaper, you're going to— cheesecloth and a hanger. <laughs> I mean, what if you no, want— Those are f- more expensive, actually. The more delicate— I got a free bra called the Wicked Bra. What's bah, Wicked bah, about bah, this bra? There's a collection called the Wicked Collection, and it's like— Is it from lace- Wicked, the Broadway show? You know, I actually asked Is it asked green? Myself, Are they green? No. Oh. The alpha bra. <laughs> the alpha bra. The alpha bra. It has giant cones <laughs> like a witch hat. Bridger, I'm impressed that you knew alpha bra was from Guys. Wicked. I yes. read the book, not the musical. I, I hate book. musicals. 
I would love if I was a wicked purist. I've read the book. I thought maybe you read the book. <laughs> reading every morning in complete silence while I hold my breath. I'm only Your ever reading wicked. Fulfilled at the end. <laughs> Can't make a sound every morning. You're while a I sit wicked in conspiracy We were having a 50% off sale, and we have tons of sales. And that's why at the end of the night, everyone's like, all the girls are like, ooh. These girls also, by the way, get their nails done in a way that it costs $85 every two weeks. And I'm like, save your money. I want to go, don't do this. Hold on to that. Don't do it. They all have eyelash extensions, giant nails that are squared off at the top, clickety-clacking. I'm like, (laughs) how are you supposed to work on a word processor? (laughs) (laughs) On a sewing machine. How will you ever write your memoir? How will you churn the butter (laughs) with those nails? Before we go to run fair, I have to tell you one more thing, okay? One of my coworkers <laughs> is obsessed with potato corner. A oh. restaurant that was a okay, so of you course. guys saw Wetzel's and it's become this thing where I'll come in and she'll be like, Hey, what do you think you're gonna do for lunch today? Oh. And I'm like, I don't know. She goes, Do you think you might go to potato corner? She has oh. very like Eeyore energy and she's kinda oh, like this is potato my corner heart. sounds delicious. She told me that she goes, so If you go to potato corner, she's like, Will you give me some? Something. Is it like a baked potato? French no, fries? No, it's like tater tots topped with chili. Mm. It's oh. it's bad news. That sounds so good. <laughs> if you have, that if sounds you want to be sick of there's only one option. If you have a wisp of a health problem, don't set foot near <laughs> potato <laughs> I corner. Love, that's, I love potatoes. Okay, I, next so time you come So a whole corner dedicated to them sounds delish. Anyway, I feel so bad because last time she was like, where are you going for lunch? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just have to be like, I'm not oh. running errands in my 30 minutes. How old is, is she expecting person? you to bring back potatoes yes. for her? And I feel so bad because one time I go, are you doing something fun for the holidays? She's like, no. She goes, I'm not really feeling in the holiday spirit oh. this year. She's filled with potatoes. But why doesn't she just go to the corner herself? Why is she know. depending on you? I think she wants like a, a friend, Bridger. I think one of these days you've got to go to the potato corner with her. With her. With her. Go with her once. Together. Okay. I'm not calling uh, I bluff. will. I really like her. I, I'm starting to really like some of the people there. Anyway, but they're not, but Ren Fair. Ren Fair. So I okay. go to Ren, Ren Fair. So the Ren Fair thing says you get a booth. This is actually like, what am I doing? I think this could be fun. <laughs> I think it could be I'm great. I'm submitting for a booth at the Ren Fair. Okay. I go there. I do tarot on Saturdays in a bustier. It would be funny if I were the <laughs> I'm Where sure is a it? Full garter belt. They're like wrong century, sweetie. <laughs> wrong century. Where is Crushless it? Crushless panties. You got the devil. <laughs> that would be a good way to try on panties in a sanitary way if they were crotchless. <laughs> Just for size. That's a good idea. So the, the, the attitude around the crotchless panties, some people call them split. Some people are like, do you have the split? The and I'm like, split. the split? Say it. Say it. Say, Say it. it a what does Victoria's call it? <laughs> Never-ending story. Crotchless. Does Victoria's call it the crotchless? <laughs> what? Does they're the not... store refer to them as crotchless panties? That's a good. No, I think they, they might must be, be called... the split. I think they do say. I think they're open it's about that. It's making me a little nauseous, to be honest with you. Oof, it's we making have you nauseous. Well, I don't want to think of crotchless panties. Only for size. For sizing, that is a great idea. I think they do. I think we do call it that. The crotchless? Victoria's Secret crotchless. Lace, wow. cheekini panties. Sexy open, open crotch. Yeah, sure. You can't have photos of those because you're showing the vagina. No, you're not. You would oh, think they would have a marketing a team all so over that. It looks they like look so like ugly. vagina lips, actually, the way they Let's hang see. down, don't they? They were sliced with a sword, is this? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> While someone was doing a handstand. Can I tell you something a little bit traumatic about Renaissance Festival? I've already traumatized after seeing the— When I was in high school, I went to the Renaissance Festival once. Before it was a big thing. Why, you think I was born in 1943? (laughs) I just feel like the Ren Fair in the last— I didn't know it was around in the 1800s. The the Ren Fair in the last six years has become kind of a mainstream thing, It's become cool, but there's always been Ren I wouldn't say cool. Well, I I know some decent people that go to the Ren Fair. I would say the general public now goes to the Ren Fair more than it used to. It used to be kind of creeps and weirdos. What if this was you just trying to justify your addiction to the Ren Fair? You're like, it's normal now. It's cool. It's cool. I think cooler people go to the Ren Fair now. Bridger's wearing bloomers under his jeans. It's this is cool. Hip. He has a loot. 
Where is the Ren Fair? Wait, so you went as a high schooler? So I went as a high schooler. It was raining out, and I I was loved a bread bowl back in those days. Oh. And I remember getting beer, cheese, soup, and a bread bowl. And the guy, the Delish. the vendor, got my phone number. And his name was Ulf. Was he an adult man? Yes. Uh, hitting on a teenager with a soup bowl, a bread bowl? Yes. Oh, no. And he called my home. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Did she go out? And I said, so I met a guy at the Renaissance Festival. My mom was like, what? Who? And I said, he's only 30. <laughs> <laughs> he called my house. I think my dad was like, my daughter is 18 years old or something like that. Actually, I probably wasn't 18 yet. But within that the world actually, of a Ren Fair, that's, I mean, that makes sense. Medieval yes, that's true. relationships. <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. Oh. Yeah, what did you so, expect like, going to the Ren Fair? They knew when you were a baby that you would marry Ulf. <laughs> <laughs> you were destined to marry him. <laughs> you were destined to marry Ulf. <laughs> if you're going the to Ren take Fest. the throne. And in my mind, I was like, I'm in love with him. Like, I thought it was so cool that I, like, met him at the Ren Fair. I just was so into that because I loved theater. Mm-hmm. But I always subconsciously knew when these people go home, they're taking off, you know, their knickers and on goes the T-shirt that has a faint scent of mildew. Right, an ill-fitting jeans. An ill-fitting jeans. <laughs> That's not a good A T-shirt with some sort of dragon or dinosaur on it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wear something to the Ren Fair? Were you in costume? No, I wasn't okay. in costume when I went. So most people, most of the uh, civilians at the Ren Fair are in normal clothing. I think uh, people dress up. I think people dress no, up. No, I think people dress up. It's a mix, probably. But if you oh. do a booth, you're going to have to dress up. Love on the Spectrum. They went to the Ren Fair. Did you oh, see that? Didn't see that? And the guy. I didn't see that episode yet. He had a full outfit that he was like, I am so excited to take oh. her to the Ren oh, Fair. Oh, that's show. wonderful. And then we she dumped him show. and she was like, I just want to be friends. Oh. oh. Can you imagine turning down at night? I know. A <laughs> lord of the castle, a lord, a lord of the manor. You dare to turn down a lord of the manor? <laughs> I'm going to say to me, you would be so good at run fair. With my mustache. Just in general. You Just should in some monologues. Maybe I should audition for the Ren Fair. Maybe I'll take over this podcast, and you, your listeners can decide my fate. Uh, honestly, that's not a bad idea for oh season two. My. That would actually like help me so much. That would take a lot of weight off of you. Okay. It'll help you so much. What do you have to do to submit? Like what? So, okay. Yeah. All right. So um, what? What are we looking at here as far as prep time? The things that are pulled up on my computer: crotchless panties, cherry crush feria. <laughs> This oh is someone who is changing her life. Yeah, I'm for sure. Vile. Okay, booth design. Applicants should send detailed sketches of the booth, including measurements. Ooh. What if I sent my bra measurements? I'm like, I'm a 32 double D, sweetie. <laughs> You've got to get on AutoCAD and do a model of the... <laughs> the rendering of the booth. What? <laughs> You've got to get some sort of modeling software and get right, the... Right, right. <laughs> 3D version. By the way, I've had this before. People are like, send me a sketch. When I did that, I can't say the name of it, but oh, do you remember I did a... That required so much of you, and they kind of dragged yes. you into it. I did a show that was, it was in Silver Lake. I was hosting a show for a bunch of bands, and they go, send us your stage plot. What? Uh, they wanted a like, mock-up what? of it? I did do a mock-up. I did a drawing of my keyboard, where the <laughs> microphone goes, and then I get there, nothing's in place. <laughs> I'm like, why did I send you? I sent you measurements of how big my Casio is. The entire and I get there and I'm like, they're like, so where do you want the piano? I'm like, oh, I actually sent you a stage plot that you made me work on for two fucking hours. Where's this? Pull up your document. Look, yeah. I want it two size. Put it exactly where I. Okay, so okay. you have to draw the booth. You have to what, draw. What the sort booth. of booth would you draw? The rendering of the booth. I don't know. Big set of boobs with stars around it. Tits. <laughs> and some crotchless panties from the panty bar. Picture of crotchless panties. I would just probably, I don't know. The rendering of the booth must include frontal and side views. Mm, <laughs> okay. Just hell views. yeah. And as are well they as, going to construct it or you as well do you have roof to? roof line treatments. They will construct it, I think. It's oh. recommended you provide space requirements. Submit the application with photos of drawings of your booth and photos what? of your product to this place, and then we'll get back to you. Photos of your product, you. Just you. Yeah. You're oh the product. Oh, my God. That is so amazing. With I your cards. huge Renaissance photo shoot. <laughs> the okay. Renaissance, yeah, it says it's a year-round until they fill it basis. 
So I could get this. So by the way, if they vote for this, I might not get it. That's the other thing. Right. But, but you're going to have to do all this work. It's a rolling submission. Is that what's worse? I am, this is a what's worse episode for me. <laughs> <laughs> what's worse, that or walking around looking like Phoenix from the X-Men? Just oh. my ther- who my therapist compared me to. Once. You should get a, oh. when you do red, get a uh, poof of white. Ooh. Is that, let's see, which X-Men is that? It's a poof uh, of white. You mean like a white raccoon skunk She's spray? got red hair and then she has a little like Oof. stress mark, basically. What if you're like, and of course the drapes have to match the carpet. <laughs> you're going to have to go all the way. <laughs> I mean, the red hair is a more immediate thing that the listener will get to see. Right, yeah. Which I think is good. It's kind of like the double pierce to me. It's like... I'm going back to a thing where it's like, you know what? Could alter things for a while. January, what do I have going on that that's mm-hmm. going to be so I can't have red and hair? And it could change your whole life, what? red hair. Yeah, performing at a restaurant. Oh, we booked you blonde. <laughs> we booked a blonde. It could change. It could embolden me. Mm-hmm. At the end of the six weeks, does it then go to like a weird washed out? What I don't know it? what's going to happen. I think the thing with red is it doesn't stay. Like, I remember even when I dyed my hair kind of permanent red, or I got kind of like crayon red, like streaks so it looked reddish brown at the mm-hmm. time. It didn't last that long. It okay. just is not. Fleeting. Yeah. It, it has, for some reason, it's the largest molecule or so. It, molecule, so it doesn't bind as well. Now, but you can, can you wash it out at some point and get back to your natural hair? To, like yeah. what happens? It would be a tr- another trip to Paul Mitchell, right? Oh God! I think I would wait for it to fade, mm-hmm. and then and then what? I'd call you guys and we'd say, bleach. <laughs> I bought some manic panic bleach. Get over here! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I guess it would just be like getting your hair done again. Yeah, getting my hair done again. I mean, it would be six weeks of my life. What's going to happen? I think you should do it. Really? I, I think the, the red, red hair, hair is what you want to so do. Fun. But the yeah. red hair is not guaranteed, and it does require so much work yeah, on her she, part. but at least she tried. You could say that about well, anything. It's not guaranteed. I would get paid for it. Red hair's guaranteed. Yeah, how much do you get paid? How much? I should have looked this up. Yeah, they could be really ripping you off. Can you set up a booth outside of the Ren Fair? Oh, is there an That's guaranteed. fee? Do what? it out of your car. Set up a, a booth. Some, some of them are commissioned. That said, one time I performed at the UCB Street Fair for like an hour, and I made like $200. UCB gave you money? It was random people. It was all. You're the first person that UCB has given money. Is actually paid. No, this was just a street fair. It was people tipping me. Oh, wow. It was tips only. What would you rather do? Would you rather work Saturdays at the Ren Fair or dye your hair red? No, I would rather work at the Ren Fair. I think it'd be fun. You get okay. to talk to people. You'll make money. Right. So what? You make some fucking bullshit drawings of the there. Can't take right. ten minutes. I can't draw anything. You just here's my booth. Lizzie's tarot reading, and you put the crotchless panties ah. on them, and that's it. <laughs> With the and then you can make some money. <laughs> yeah, put the stars falling out of the middle of the crotch, the vagina. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I would much rather work at the Ren Fair. Okay. I think it'd be fun. You could meet people. You could get clients Great. for the future. You know what I mean? For the future, here's my card. Call me for next month's reading because everything changes. The stars are changing. That's true. And, you know, everything changes. You might want to know about luck right. and love and all that. Everything those. changes except yeah. my bloomers. I wear <laughs> the same ones bloomers. all summer. <laughs> Just like they used to do that. They used didn't. Was oh, it I'm bathing? sure. Like, they didn't have well, washing they washed machines. it in the Louis creek. The 14th. No, no, no. Yes, no. Those people they went were down to the creek. They were dying very young and uh, they oh, were filthy. It's a terrible time to be alive. Yeah, King Henry didn't bathe. How old was he when he died? Oh, actually, I might be making that. Oh. Did Henry VIII have bad hygiene? That's on Quora. <laughs> Bridger, <laughs> would, you, would, you, rather, rather? would yeah. you rather dye your hair blue, let's say, or okay. would you rather work at the Ren I, I Right now, you, I'm thinking about... for Lizzie. I'm you. thinking about Lizzie and the listener. That's not the question. Well, okay, if I were running the podcast, I'm thinking about the listener. They want immediate action. They want... they need that satisfaction as soon as possible. She does they want to see actual action. results. I think the red hair. And I also think it'll be a fun little change for you. You'll now, be you treated differently. Now, are you going to hang out with me? I come walking down the street looking like a lingonberry. <laughs> I think you're going to look good, actually. I don't think it's going to look as bad as you think. It might be a it surprise. Be and you'll you might be have like, to oh my God, why did I wait? I know. Your eyebrows? I don't think you need to do eyebrows. A little bit. You have something. to tint. No, I think the tint will look crazy. Okay, I'll just use marker. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, okay. let's think about Christina Hendricks. I think she's a, a successful fake redhead. Mad Men. Right. And she's got big boobies. What sort of— okay. Let me tell you, her color doesn't look good on me. 
Okay. I, I've had kind of that where I've gone a little reddish. It doesn't look good on me. Like, uh, your color doesn't look good on me. Okay. Because I have purple skin. Right. You have deeply purple I have, skin. Uh, I do. But you are know, you prepared to pay $400 to go to Paul Mitchell? Who's no, doing be $80 this to Paul Mitchell. I would oh, do it myself. I think school? I would probably do it myself, honestly. What if, you get a semi-permanent thing, you put it in, and then you're just like, who cares? Just see what happens. Whatever. But don't you want to get the best version of it? Maybe if every listener sent in a dollar, then we could oh get an incredible— Oh, my God. Incredible... This is what the Patreon's for. Send some money Go to the Patreon. the Patreon, people. Pay for her hair dye. Some good, okay. A good dye. Mm. I say if you vote for red hair, you have to pay a dollar. One dollar is Between nothing, one and five hundred dollars. Yeah, between one and five hundred. Right. I think that's fair. And so that Lizzie can afford to get a decent dye job. Or you incredible. Guys know I'm gonna hate it at first. Oh, you hate I mean, anytime your hair changes in any way, you hate it first. At right. first. But I also think that people should vote for the Ren Fair. I'm not I'm not in okay. on the uh, red dye. I'm, okay. My vote is for the Ren Fair. And mine is for the red hair. Okay. That's no surprise. Okay. <laughs> I love this. We if you get red hair, we should get pictures taken together. Bridger. Sibling photos. Or we something. must yeah. <laughs> go to Sears and that's get them. incredible. I think that that's. I'm honestly not really worried about looking unattractive right now either. I kind of don't no. care. There's nothing you could do that would make you unattractive, oh, Lizzie. Oh, bump up. Outside bum, of having your ah. face crushed in or something, you know? Oh. Uh, I think From your lips hair... to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> face I leave Starburns in. immediately, smash in the West Coast. pole goes through your face. <laughs> I I heard a news story once of a woman driving down the freeway. A pipe flew out of the back of a truck, went through her windshield, through her face. She survived. Here we go. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Now she has what power? Uh, She she conducts electricity. (laughs) Okay, before we go, you guys have – this has been (laughs) – obviously, I I don't need to put a value judgment on I'm like, guess how this one went. It's all already. Yeah. How long have we been talking? I want to talk more about the panty bar. Oh, my God. I think you've talked as much as possible about You know the- what? You know what? I, I are they separated, the, the different panties? Are there <laughs> tags on them to tell me how much yeah. they are? What's it's a, a panty it's a gi- cost? Panty bar is a giant That doesn't cost table. $65. We have different sales. Sometimes it's five for 30 Oh, that's six bucks a panty. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good. That's I, not a lot. I used my 50% on the panties. There you go. You guys. I okay, can't what believe you this is plug? over. I know. I'm. I, we'll come back. Again? For yes. a fourth? Has anybody appeared care. on this podcast more than me uh, as a guest? No. no. I am your Andy Richter. I am your Ed McMahon. You I am your who else? <laughs> I don't know. Who's another good sidekick? That guy kick? on Fallon. What's I his name? I am the guy on Fallon. <laughs> the Roots. No, not the Roots. I'm the, the Roots. weird guy. I'm uh, a weird guy on Fallon. That does the announcing. I am your Paul Schaefer. I was trying to remember the name of the guy who assassinated Abraham Lincoln. I am your John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> yeah, you are my John Wilkes. John I Wilkes am your Lee Harvey Plus Oswald. Plus the sidekick oh to goodness. Abraham Lincoln. Okay, so I you're, am your Lee Harvey so, Oswald. So you're Ren Fair and Bridger, you're Red, red hair. hair. I'm firmly okay. Red Hair. Okay. Because, and I'm just going to tell the listener, vote <sighs> Red Hair if you want to see something happen. Otherwise, it's going to be months before something possibly happens. Bridger. But it'll give Lizzie a you're, lot of work. You know you might be ruining my sex life right now. <laughs> No, you're going to go all no, the way. No, it's going to ignite. It's okay. going to ignite like Rabbit, a flame. Her okay. sex life, I mean, my God. Ah. I mean, she had Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. You're that's right. who she oh, was yeah. having sex with, I'm, apparently. I'm only gonna, it's the year of the rabbit, by the way. Oh. Resourceful, resourceful. Mm. Okay, before we go, what do you want to plug, Bridger? Um, I, I, I guess my podcast. Please, I said listen no to gifts. I Said No Gifts. It's Oprah's favorite podcast. It was on <laughs> Oprah's list of favorite podcasts. It was to, Oprah's favorite podcast. This is what I want to plug. I, I want, said no I want to plug the listener go review this podcast because it's important to review you podcasts. I know. And, and the one guy who that. thought I wasn't doing the things. Jimmy, what do you want to plug? You can listen to my podcast, which still exists, called Baby Mouth. I haven't done any new episodes in a long time because I've been busy. But I'm going to start some new episodes this year. I eat foods that I've never had for the first time ever it's with so a different funny. guest. Lizzie, Lizzie was on it. We did hard-boiled eggs. I fed Jimmy an egg. And it was wonderful. And he cooked it poorly. Ah! <laughs> 
You fed him. I have a lot a of critics ball. that I live with in the house. A lot of people <laughs> telling me what to do. But yeah, you could listen to Baby Mouth. You could watch Doom Patrol on HBO Max. Jimmy's got some stuff cooking. I'm in Let's a new Untitled like- Warner Brothers feature coming yeah. out in 2024. I can't yeah. talk about. So Jimmy's got some NDAs flying around. Got some right NDAs. <laughs> you know, been filming. I'm going to be in Sunday in the Park with George at the Pasadena okay. Playhouse. Jesus. Oh my God, really? Yes. You didn't know that. At Pasadena Playhouse. You're gonna Imagine us it. going there with red hair. Okay. You're going to go there with oh red hair. You and I sitting in the audience. February 19th red-headed. is opening night. Like, well, we found one person in the park. She's blind. <laughs> Pulling focus from the stage. <laughs> I love you guys. We love we you, love Lizzie. You. We're so ba, excited ba, ba, for ba, you. Ba, 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 <laughs> Thank you once again to Bridger Weiniger and Jimmy Smigula. And now let's ride our horses straight into the future. First, I'm going to draw a card for red hair. Six of swords reversed. Wow. Um, reluctant to make a change. Mm, it's me in a canoe essentially rowing away from Paul Mitchell's salon. And, and there's a woman in the canoe whose head is covered by a blanket, a shawl. She's, she's, Actually covering a botched dye job. Okay, now let's draw a card for Renfair. Ooh, Ten of Pentacles. Hmm, okay. This is like long-term success, financial security agreements, signing contracts. It's also kind of like the end of a cycle tends always signify something coming into completion. And it's also multi-generational, so... I might meet some older guys named named Randolph here at the Ren Fair. Interesting. Looks like it would be a success. One more thing before I go is I have to tell you one of my guests who's been on the show. He's so funny. Mike Bridenstine has a new album called Hustle. Please get his album. Support his comedy. I was at the um, run through and the material is so funny. Again, if you want a tarot reading, and I pray that you do, go to my website, lizziecooperman.com. I would love to meet you over Zoom. And you can see me live next week at a Filipino restaurant in Eagle Rock. The show is called Motherland Comedy. That's their Instagram handle if you want more information. Until then, I ask you, red hair or ren fair? The choice is truly in your hands. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.